and welcome to the BNN Porch Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Nick, along with... Raina Richards, howdy doodly, what's going on? <laughs> Swalopolis over here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, you know, I got a tank top underneath here. It's pretty cool. I might... Show it off then. It's like it's a... Oh, oh, oh. Hold uh, on, hold on. A little hold bit on. of murky going on? Let me be let me be the small one for once. You know, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Done. Oh geez. Okay. So uh, I didn't know that he he majored in, in Magic Mike. But oh good wow, look at you. Juicy as ever, but we gotta deduct some points for the man bun. Hey, I was just saying that was great. I was just saying that was fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure you were. (laughs) No, I mean you can always check back the replay when you when you listen. But um, get wide. (laughs) All right. Well, now I got to do some reps here. Yeah. (laughs) So for today's uh, episode on the podcast, um, we have a really interesting topic. Um, First of all. big kudos to the video aspect of this uh, because you're going to be missing part of this if you're just listening. But I'm sure if you grew up within like 2008 to 2012, you might recognize this sound. Okay. (laughs) Anyways. And he did say reps for Jesus before. So there's a hint for what it is. Yes. So um, in today's podcast, I, I, presented this to Nick and I thought, you know, as you know, we have people graduating their sophomore year of college now, um, two years out from high school. What's it like? You know, what have we experienced? Because I know our experience is a little bit different than everybody else's. Um, So I can say, you know, firmly that I have fully enjoyed the perks of a dorm room without owning a dorm room. Um, and you know, the college life, as they say. Um, but I think it'd be cool to get into that and talk about different things that we've noticed and different things that we can, you know, like a message to uh, the class of 2020. Since I mean, they're getting, they're getting, in the words of uh, Joe Exotic, they're getting rammed up the ass of uh, <laughs> this whole situation. So, uh, I mean, we both have family members in the class of 2020. So maybe this can be kind of like a message to them and anybody else listening who knows someone or is a part of that, you know, maybe some advice, maybe like if you, if you care about us that much. Um, Sucks to be you guys. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it ain't Vietnam, but you know. It's pretty damn close. (laughs) I lost brothers. So, so you committed you committed war crimes with Vietnamese hookers. Damn right I did. I still got that swagger. Oh God. That's a, that's a tick. That that I'm sure that just validated my opinion on anything. So yeah. <laughs> so oh, Nick, God. let's let's start with you. Um so out of high school to now, what have you done? What have you, the good, the bad, the 
everything in between. Um, well, I would say I don't want to. I wouldn't this. I wouldn't label this in a good or bad, but um, just uh, trying to uh, figure out what I want to do. Um, you know, I, I went to college right out of right out of high school, and um, I went for two. Well, technically two, and then a summer class, and then I just then I stopped um, because I just I I felt like there was no point because if I I need to be motivated to do something, um, right. so and with college, unlike school, it like grade school and stuff like that, you have to go, you know, that's your it's public school or whatever you have to go uh, to get yeah. like you know even have a jump start into college or doing something, you know, trades so or whatever. Everybody starts in the same plan. Yeah. Everybody has been through public schools. Yeah. So, time. yeah. So after that, like you have, you got to do that. And then, but once you get to college, it's like, okay, this is what you're going to learn, what you're going to major into, you know, lead to a career. Um, and I didn't really have that. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and I think that kind of stems back to high school because for me, high school was more like just I'm here so I don't get fined. <laughs> so, exactly. you, you know, because it's like, like I got turned off with the whole see what I think what I think is a big issue with with um, with schools and with guidance counselors and them pushing, uh, you know, what you want to do very hard. Like you have to look at look at your future right now. When I was a yeah. freshman, and I was I was not even fourteen yet. I'm born in September, so when I'm going into into you know the school year, I'm still like you know. So for that example, I was still thirteen. So wow, you're very mature. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so. Hey. When, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, where's the shake weight? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, going into, I was 13 and like one of the first questions my guidance counselors asked me was, what do you want to do when you get out of here? I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm 13. I'm 13. I, I like, I've just focused on like high school and how this is all different and like i'm already dealing with enough pressure just trying to like get good grades i'm not focused on what i want to do right now and, and i feel like that's with a ton of kids and there are some exceptions that be like i know what i want to do from like the moment like i thought of it like from very young age yeah those are exceptions but i feel like most of the time a lot of kids don't know or they have an idea and then they end, end up changing it like like multiple times so i think one of the biggest things that turned me off is that because it's like i i, I like, like i said i'm just trying to get through <laughs> this year yeah. and the next year and the next year and during junior planning when they kind of do that and they kind of schedule out for senior year and all that stuff like that start talking about colleges or whatever and it's like <laughs> and I, I had shit grades and my obviously for junior planning you know they your parents come in and you talk with yeah. them and your guidance counselor. So I had that shit was grades. Fucking brutal. Yeah, I had shit grades and I, I finished high school with a two point zero zero one GPA. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah, so but hey, still got the fucking diploma. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Look at this shit. I still got it. Oh no, it fell right out of the fucking thing. <laughs> 
Hold on. Let me fix I that. I got it. Oh, no, it's fake. Fuck. Hold on. Hold on. Let me fix it. Oh, shit. There we go. Still got it. <laughs> so, yeah. But Mine's anyway. Upstairs. I, I, I don't have mine with me, but. Yeah. But anyway. So, when I was in junior planning, <laughs> like they're talking about my guidance counselors talking to my parents and me about what I want to do in the future. And I still don't know. And, you know, to the, I, I have an idea of what I want to do now. Um, but still, it's not you know, down pat. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, but especially not junior year in high school and that's three, four years ago. So, uh, four years ago. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so <laughs> my dad goes, <laughs> we're just trying to get him to pass junior year. <laughs> and the whole interview, he's like this, Shout out, shout out, Mr. Curlasia. Shout out, Mr. And he's, he's not saying anything. And, and he's already pissed I totally off. see this too. Yeah, he's not saying a absolute word. Yeah. <laughs> he's not saying a word. And then, he's looking at you. He's like, <laughs> yeah. He, and uh-huh. he, he's not saying a goddamn word. And, <laughs> and, so it's just me and my mom trying to like talk and like have like a like coherent conversation with the guidance counselor while my dad's sitting there looking like the fucking Grinch like this. <laughs> oh my god! I'm trying to take a sip. Oh my god! <laughs> but, but yeah, and so so then you know. <laughs> And then he says that, and I'm like, "He's got a point, but I'm like, it's true. Like, I feel you." And I'm just like, and then after that, like, it was just so awkward. She, the the guidance counselor, my guidance counselor, was just like, "Well, I don't know what to do here." Were you first, second, or third floor? Second. Okay. We don't want to. We don't want to out any teachers or anything, but. Um. That narrows it down. Mrs. No. <laughs> you son of a bitch, man. Yeah. It was um uh the other one on the second floor, not the younger one. Okay. Yeah. All right. I yeah. can't remember her name anyways. I didn't even have her. I was on the third floor. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll say my guidance counselor's name because she was cool. She was like the best. You know, she helped me was out it- with everything. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 I know who that is. I know who that yeah, is. No, she she was cool. She she helped me out. She had my sister too. And uh, no, she she did a really good job. I you know she isn't she younger? Yeah, she um I mean I I didn't even I don't even think I got a, an official like junior planning because she was pregnant. But um <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm not like. Yeah, no, 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 start a family. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and get in the way of that. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know. For me, it, the phone is ringing. Someone better pick that up. Hey, 
So um, for me, you just, you just gotta talk to him. Mama, mama. So, <laughs> so for me, I mean, I kind of knew what I wanted to do. Um, they were, you know, the push is always like college, 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 college. And I was sitting there, I was like, yeah, no, that's great. No, that's yeah, fantastic. Man. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, that's how, that's how I took that. She was like, well, we can, we can apply to a lot of different places, but that'll, that's inevitably up to you. But if you want to apply anywhere, you know, you let me know and I'll, I'll help you, you know, get that, you know get that through that way you can apply to these schools yeah. and you know I could have applied to CCSU, UHart, well let me put it this way any of the state schools and UHart and UConn I could have applied to all of them I could have applied to Quinnipiac wherever else because pretty much apply to anywhere you Bridgeport like you can apply anywhere but for me when I was I mean, I've been working since I was 14 years old. My freshman year, I was working. You know, consistently every year I was working up until now. So for me, money was always very important. You know, what, how much is this going to cost me? And my, that's not really a fear. It just makes me sick to my stomach to have to owe somebody money. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have a hard time buying a house, but, you know, obviously I'm going to do it. Um, Unless I hit the lotto, you know, fingers crossed. But um, yeah, it was just I I couldn't wrap my head around the how how much my car isn't even worth that much. What are you crazy? <laughs> yeah, I gotta, pay that for, I gotta pay that much for for what I'm getting right now. Yeah, because your first two years, unless you're unless you're into something super fucking specific or in a, 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 like a trade school or like a like a Lincoln Tech, something like that. Unless you're in something in, in a technical aspect where you're going to be working with your hands, paid internship, guaranteed, all that good shit. You're getting two years of, of, of high school all over again because everybody's got to do the same stuff. Now, granted, of course, you're going to have more focused things. Like if you're a nurse, you're going to do more biomed stuff. Uh, engineering, you're going to do more math, science, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, if you want to be a, a psychologist, I'm majoring in psychology. Wow, you're original. Um, you know, you're going to be doing more of the bullshit classes. Your sociology, psychology, anthropology, um, you name theology and, and you're probably going to be. <laughs> if it has to do with someone's opinion. Yeah. Um, because a lot of these just come down to someone's opinion someone's opinion from hundreds of thousands of years ago and everybody was like, hey, that checks the boxes. All right. Yeah. You know, I can make up a new, a new, um, you know, podcastology. And yeah. if, if this thing blows up, then you know what? Maybe I might be able to coin that term. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous. Um, so you got all that stuff and it's a lot to think about. And for me, I did it. I, you know, going through the college fair, um, I, you know, my junior year going through the college fair, I was like, oh, cool, Florida, oh, cool, Alabama, oh, cool, you know, Louisiana, this is awesome. You look at the price tag, 50000 what? what? I'm sorry? <laughs> 50, that's, that, that's a mortgage. 
that's a down payment on a house. That's more than a down payment on a house. What am I saying? You know, like that's crazy. And that's per year. You're telling me I got to pay 25 grand, uh, you know, per semester for the same shit that I could get at, you know, Joe Schmo, you know, community college. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So that really kind of threw me off. And then the second college fair, yeah, and I did this on the first one as well, talking to the military. This is something that I've wanted to do for a long time. And I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But I have certain goals for myself. And hopefully those can see through. Um, whether or not some people like it, whether or not people agree with it. It's Again, this is one thing that I think, especially right now that I, you know, you're going to – let me, let me collect myself here. <laughs> I can already, I, I'm already getting heated. Okay. Hot takes coming. <laughs> Throughout this whole college thing, you're gonna, you're gonna switch. You're gonna be like, you're, the drive that you had in the beginning for a certain, you know, um, a certain path might change it might differ you might be like oh why do i gotta take this class why do i got this sucks i can't do it. whatever else mm. you know if you're just doing that for everything because you don't want to do it grow up but if you're saying that because it's genuinely something you don't want to do that's totally fine you know college is not meant for you to be like i'm going through this for one thing and one thing only yeah. The, the reason that you have the general studies is so you can branch out. And in high schools, you're limited on, on the school's budget as to what you can experience. Yeah. And that's the sad truth of it. You know, we, we didn't have the budget to maintain a, a, um, a shop class. You know, yeah. we didn't have, we didn't have a, an auto body or, or, or mechanic class. We didn't have anything of the sort. We didn't even have a, we had cooking classes, excuse me. But, you know, there are certain things where, you know, schools, especially now, they want to get into the electronics and they want to, you know, they want to be with the times. There's always going to be needs. There's always yeah. going to be yeah. needs that involve these two things doing things that machines can't do. Yeah. So always remember that as well. If you think you can get into a trade, if you, if you find something cool with air conditioning and heating, plumbing, uh, carpentry, um electrical work um what else uh, auto mechanic engineering all of these really really great trades where you can make a lot of money but the thing is you're going to work for that money that's the only caveat you're going to work for that money but the point being you're not going to you're not going to please everybody in your life you know in in what you choose and and you need to be able to look at that and say they're not paying my bills they're not in my shoes every day and to hell with it. You know, if, if, if my parents were to sit there and tell me you need to get into like my father's a cop, you need to be into law enforcement. What if I don't like it? I'm sorry, but I'm yeah. going to live my life the way I want to live my life. I want yeah. to make a living the way I want to make a living. What I find interesting, motivating, and most importantly, fulfilling. You know, um, not every job is fulfilling, especially right now. You like people know at our age, you're, you're, you're making Chipotle, 
you're 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 stacking shelves at a at a liquor store or a or a supermarket or you're working you know blue collar in a factory at a, at the lowest level or whatever else landscaping construction all these things that you can do while you're young it, that's not how that, you got to you got to keep you got to keep your your head up you got to keep your eyes forward because those jobs like I work a factory job and it's a dead end job i'll just be straight up with you it's a dead end job you know in the position that i'm at this is your ceiling okay this is your floor this is your ceiling there's not a whole lot to do so you either get in and that's what you do for 40 45 years until you retire not very fulfilling or you can find something use that as a way to get money now so you can move forward on with something that's more fulfilling um and the thing is with this job i know personally i've experienced this you you kind of just everything just kind of closes around this one job you know you live and you breathe for that job when you don't want to you know especially if you're working a, a shit you know hours you know shit shift like a second shift or a third shift my third shift isn't that bad but second shift hands down is the worst shift to have especially when you're working you know a, a monday through friday monday through saturday job it's it's terrible because your life is completely gone you say goodbye to your social life because you're going to get home you're going to get home late you're going to go to bed even later because you're going to be tired on the drive home but when you get home you're going to be hungry you're going to want to shower and by the time you're done showering and eating, you're bouncing off the walls. For what reason? I wish I could tell you. But point being, you need to find something to like keep you motivated to get out of that. Because if you don't, you're gonna get stuck. And the walls, they'll just keep closing. It's just like it's just like any kind of depression or anything of the sort. If you don't help yourself, if you don't find something positive every day or at least attempt to you're not helping yourself and you're only going to damage yourself even more so you gotta you gotta keep working you gotta keep pushing and that's one thing that i found i knew i had that in me but man especially 2019 i'll tell you what i there were some times where i just wanted to i'm out of here i quit you know but i i realized that in order to get where i want to go i gotta get through this it's the same with college. And and right now with me in college, I'll tell you right now, my GPA is shit because my heart isn't in it. Yeah. And I I'm not in college right now for the reason I want to be in. You know, I'm in it for another reason that doesn't have anything to do with me. But especially now, you know, with everything dwindling down to the last, you know, last day for Manchester is the fourth. So you got to put your heart into it. You got to want to succeed. And I think everybody, they, you know, deep down wants to succeed. It's just they don't know how. And they need to find something that's that's going to make it click. You know, you got to use what you have to your advantage. If you can speak in front of a crowd and have no fear, no doubt, full self-confidence, find a way to, to utilize that. If you're good on computers, find a way to utilize that. If you're good with your hands, I'm telling you right now, there's a big opportunity for you out there. You just got to find what's fulfilling for yourself. And lastly, before I let you go, 
the thing is, it, your job might not be completely fulfilling, but in my in my mind, the pairing of a of a good job with good money that I can use to save and get what I want in this life, that combination is more fulfilling than a great job with shit pay or you know um, a shit job with amazing pay, because it's. It, it's going to take a toll on it. I was, you know, I was clocking in 50, 55 hours a week during the summer and overtime is overtime. We all know how that works. You get money, but besides when you get your tax returns, it's not really worth it. So. Uh, Brandon dropping knowledge. Yeah, trying at least. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I don't really. I mean, you pretty much not nailed it out of the park um, with it. Um, that's what she said. <laughs> um. So I, I mean, I'm trying to think of what else to add. I seriously am. I'm just, I, I. You pretty much nailed it, like, because, you know, I agree with pretty much everything you said. The reason why I'm I'm kind of into it so much right now is just because I've been going through a lot lately and trying to find a new path or a new path. I shouldn't say that. And trying to refine the path and and refine it and you know, get it down to a, a T as to what exactly I want to do. So I'm gonna be graduating and I have my associates, um, you know, at the end of this next semester. So. I have to, now is really the time where I need to look at what I have, what I need to do to improve where I'm at and move forward with a, a solid plan. So. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's the smartest thing. Cause you know, um, like going back to the, what we talked about with the whole, uh, on the way earlier podcast, like with uh, like four year college, you know, college schools, I think that with, um, I think with that, I think people. I'm what? I'm sorry, you were lagging. I thought you stopped talking for a second, so I said oh, no. episode five. Oh, <laughs> yeah, episode five. If you guys want to go check that out uh, for like an in-depth thing, it's called. Uh, I think is is college worth it or not? I think that's what it's called. Um, but yeah, yes. it's episode five. Um, one of our most popular episodes. But uh, we that talked about that was a fun, fun yeah. weekend too. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> fucking uh what the fuck is, oh yeah. So with four years, I think people are so I think four years are pushed uh, a lot more than junior college. Um and you know, with that I just I think that's a another thing that is wrong with uh you know this the school uh aspect of it and you know people uh saying oh you got to go to a four year degree uh and you know don't don't really uh, waste your time with ju with JUCO when you know you're getting the same education and it's a lot cheaper because you know as people think that like money isn't a big issue but you know that is that is 
that is like the most one of the most important things is 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 money because you know when when you're looking at it and you see that student loan debt pile up because you decided to go to a four year and dorm there and then do, and do all this shit you you're going to be like why didn't i try the cheaper route you know why didn't i try to do the smarter thing in my opinion is unless you have a scholarship obviously then go right the fuck ahead but you know the smarter thing would be to go to junior college get the same education especially if you don't know what you want to do like what you were saying and you think colleges will, will help you and you know, right. at least you can get ahead while you're thinking you can juco you can easily just do like general studies and you know do all the classes that you know you've got to do in order to graduate uh inevitably and uh you know take care of those so when you and you don't have to go go right through four year after that you can get your associates and then if you still don't know you can take a break work and figure out what you want to do explore things and internships and shadowing are very 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 powerful yeah. don't ever sleep on those even if they're not paid because i promise you if you go to a job that you're at right now and say listen i'm not in school right now but i have an internship that i'm trying to do or i'm trying to shadow nine times out of ten your employer is going to try and work with you because yeah they you know if, if they're a good person they're going to want the best for you and realize that is that you're taking a proactive step for your future so definitely don't sleep on that sorry just had an interruption that's all right happens happens we're not in a studio yet so yeah exactly that's that's coming soon enough no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. That's a spare, that's a spare room, though. So I don't know if you want to be sprawled out on a bed with me. It would be pretty. Uh, oh, God. Keep your socks on and the mind out of the gutter. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, keep going. Welcome to the BM Porch Podcast. My name is Brandon. It's a pleasure having you. Yeah. This we're going to be doing we're going to be doing ASMR today. <laughs> Hear the sound of me typing. Oh. <laughs> How wholesome. I hate myself. I'm sorry. That was your version of the BNN Porch Podcast ASMR segment. <laughs> I think we should have an episode dedicated to uh, the Eagles fan, EDP 445. Yeah. That would be pretty fantastic. Yeah. RIP, man. He, he looked like he was better to just end his life. <laughs> He didn't. He's still there. He's still kicking. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn. He's, I feel him, bro. I feel him. Anyways, getting back to the topic. <laughs> Juco oh. versus a four oh, yeah. year. Yeah. Just, it's all a business. It's yeah, all a business. It, yeah, it really is. And, and, you know, it, it's a lot of money to go to a four year. And if you're not, 
um, if you have to dorm there, that's even more money. So, you know, like I said, if you have a scholarship, go ahead, uh, fuck it, go, you know, you're not paying for it or you're, you know, only paying a little bit for it, fine, whatever. But, you know, if you don't, I think I feel like it's so pointless for the college experience. It's like, come on, dude. Like, really, like, you're just, you can easily, you know, if, and especially if you live close enough, like, why do you, like, for us, why do you need to dorm at CCSU? <laughs> like, Get away from my mom, man. Like, I don't understand. Us, yeah, and for us, it's like CCSU is like 10, like 10 minutes away from me and maybe 15 for you. So, I, I promise you, I've, I've made it there in like eight minutes. All right, all right. I, under I under you. certain circumstances, I have made it there in due diligence. Yeah, um, so it's, it's exactly so. There's like no point for that, and it's and you know it, it's just it's a waste of money in my eyes. And it's you know and I get the whole college thing, and it's like yeah, I get to get I get to live on my own. And I can get fucked up whenever I want, and just all this shit. And you know, it's like you know I get that because you know people our age that's what you know in, in college you know we're young whatever but at the end of the day at the end of the day like my mind is not on that like it's not and you know there are plenty of times where i will you know be doing that stuff and then but the main Absolutely. that's not yeah that's the that's not the main objective you know it's for me it's just learning and figuring out what i want to do in my case and then figure out what, what I have to do to get to that point and trying to save as much money as possible for the future, like what you said. And it's like, you know, I just, I don't get that whole appeal really. I, I mean, I never really did at a point I was like, Oh yeah, that, that's cool. But even, but even then I was like, eh, it seems kind of stupid just to go to college, just to get fucked up and, you know, waste money. But even, especially now, just, I don't know. It, it, to me, it just doesn't make sense. So, like, my thing would be, take the smart route. You'll you won't regret it, you know, later on in life when you have to pay, you know, when you're in student le- uh, student loan debt up to your eyeballs. You know, you won't you, you won't regret it then. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the thing is to, um, you know, you can nothing's preventing you from having friends, you know, that yeah. go to these colleges and visiting. I, I couldn't, we wouldn't have a podcast long enough to talk about, yeah. you know, all the times. I mean, I know you, like for me personally, I visited a lot of my, diff- a lot of my friends who go to a lot of different places near and far, you know, new friends, old friends, whatever the case may be. You know, I'm always, I'm always down to go out there and, and hang out, have a good time. And I, I'm not paying for the dorm room shit i might pay for some pizza or some wings or something like to throw in um but generally speaking i like i've as as much as it might suck to have to come home sometimes i am much happier with this decision than i am if i went to in in eastern or a western or southern or somewhere where i'd have the dorm you know um, but again, this is nothing against people who dorm. I'm just saying from, for, from my perspective and, and Nick, Nick's perspective, fiscally, I, 
I personally can't deal with that. I like I am I am proud to say that because I've worked my ass off. I am still debt free. I have not had to take out any sort of loans or anything of the sort. And and with FAFSA fucking me in the ass, um, like I like for the past what year now? Like I think now this is three semesters. I have had no financial help, but because of the fact that I've worked my ass off to try and get money and try and and, and make sure that I am self-sufficient, I am able to afford these things. Um, and of course, applying for scholarships if you can, but the thing with scholarships too, is you either have to be like top of the class or you have to be in something very specific. You know, you, you have to be focused in on a certain major that not a lot of people are doing, and you have to be doing this, 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 and this in your first semester, and you need to maintain this grade point average. And in this class, you have to have a B plus or higher, whatever. Like, yeah. there's so many caveats to it where it's just you're gonna put more stress on yourself to maintain the the scholarship than you would to just work and do school at the same time which is kind of fucked up, but, um, it's just, it, it's the, it's the way it is. You know, I mean, there are, college is like a club. Okay. It's the best way I can describe it is like, it's a club. It's an exclusive club and you have to, you have to pay to get into it. You got to work the system and then you get a piece of paper saying, I was a part of this. And then everybody looks at you differently because you have that piece of paper. What they don't see is the $50,000 in debt that you now have when yeah. you're trying to buy a house. You cannot buy a you cannot buy a house. You cannot, you know, go to the bank and ask for a mortgage when you have a mortgage already. Yeah. And and the thing is too, they will give you that mortgage and then now you are getting double fucked cuz now you have two mortgages to pay. A legitimate mortgage and a mortgage for an education in a in a in a major that you that doesn't have any applicable you know qualities to it outside of a classroom. I'm sorry, but but gender studies and and middle aged pot weaving is not going to fucking cut it. Like yeah. I, I I I get so frustrated listening to certain people talk in my own community college, you know, at Manchester. They got so many odd classes where it's like <laughs> why is this even on the list yeah you can tell me i like there's so, i don't even think i have it up and frankly i don't even want to look at it um but there are so many different classes where i'm like what the fuck even is this yeah there yeah. you you need a class for this this one right here First year experience, required course, money grab. That's all it is. I had to buy that book, and I had to buy this book, and I had to get two things online that cost some money for it. Ridiculous. It's a money grab. These, these colleges are a business. That's how they function. There's a reason why every year when, when the federal government offers to shell out more money in FAFSA and the state government you know, offers more help, they increase their prices. There is no reason why living at UHART and taking classes there should be 40 some odd thousand dollars a year. 
you're smoking crack. That is ridiculous. I could, I promise you the facilities over there, and this is just an example, but from what I've seen, the, the living facilities, the classrooms, it's no different than anybody else. No different. Unless you're in a very specific, you know, I'm in the business school, I'm in the arts school, because you're going to get far in that. But like there's, <laughs> there's so much. There's so much like, there's so many caveats and so many different, like I don't even, I don't even know how to say it, different routes you can take that'll just take you way off of your course. And like, that's why I think it is important to make sure that you connect with a counselor in college. I think that is extremely important to your success. There is a lady over at Manchester Community College that I don't even know her name, but if you, if you, if you put up a picture of like, where's Waldo? Like I'm finding her in a minute because she is my go-to. I talk to her about everything I need. She knows the situation I'm in, why I'm in college, what I'm doing, why I want to get the fuck out as soon as possible. She understands it all and she's helped me. And she understands that with what I'm doing, a general studies degree, you don't want to take a bunch of odd end classes. You know, at the end of the day, there are going to be some odd end classes because you have to pull from certain areas. You know, you have a required arts class money grab you know you have a you have three i think it's like three classes worth of credits that you need for um like a sociology psychology the the, the ologies the the arts i think yeah. is what i don't know um math science all that stuff it's basically just a high school degree again but um you know, you're able to explore different avenues and different routes. Um, and I, I knew I wanted to kind of take good classes that were somewhat easy, but also something that would look good. You know, I don't want to take pot weaving and, and, and study film all the time. Like that's not, it's not going to get me anywhere. So the college looks at that and be like, why did you even, why did you even get this? This is pointless. Yeah. You know? Um, so you, you take certain, like if, if I, if you're going into a general studies, de, uh, associate's degree, I highly suggest pulling from business, you know, uh, communications, computer science, um, get your math out of the way and get the fuck out. Yeah. It's unless, unless that's your thing, which God bless you, if it is <laughs> get out cause it's not worth it. Um, economics business owning, all that stuff, marketing, things that are applicable to real life in many different facets. Because no matter what you do, like if I want to do, if I want to work on cars, but I don't want to work for anybody, I want to work for myself. Well, now I have the business aspect of it down. I can open up my own business. So that's just going to help you in the long run. So try and try and focus your broad, you know, this is, this is the playing field. Siphon out the bullshit. Get your core classes. Talk to people. Talk to a good counselor because if you tell them exactly how you're feeling, you're an adult now. You can talk to them as an adult. You know, of course, respectfully. You can't just be like, I fucking hate it here, man. Can I just get like some bullshit classes out of the way? If you just tell them, listen, I understand there are some requirements that I need to get done. I'd like to get them done now because it's all still fresh in my head. And then as I go through my, you know, the, the two years that I'll be here or however long I'm going to be here for, I'd like to, I'd like to get these classes done, but I also want to 
look into communications or business or marketing or whatever else. And, and that right there is going to be so valuable because then that's going to stick with that, that counselor. That's going to be like, okay, he doesn't, he doesn't know what he wants to do, but he has a direction. And, and it might sound weird at first, but if you don't know, but you have a general like draw to something, listen to your gut. If you're good at something and you don't mind doing it, what are you waiting for? So I would say that's very important um, in, in, in this whole college thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think getting with your counselor in college, like you said, is a, is a very smart move because they know, like what you said, if you lay, lay it out to them. To the counselor, not getting with the counselor. Well, um, if she's, um, if she's hot. Well, let's put it this way. My grades should change drastically in that case. <laughs> Heard? <laughs> no, I'm, ki- I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. Oh, God. But, yeah, no, like, talk to your counselor and, you know, lay it out to them. This is what you want to do and this is what you're hoping to do. Because, like you say, you don't want to take those bullshit classes. Um, yeah. You know, it's a waste of time and money. And like you said, you have to take some of them, but to fill the requirements, you know, and uh, I mean, you you hit it all in the head here. I don't want to repeat what you said, uh, but I, I mean, everything you're saying is right. And obviously you have the experience right now. You're going through it. Uh, you're almost at the point. You got one more one more semester left and then you're done. So, it, I mean you you pretty much hit it on the head. I, I don't really got anything anything more to add. <laughs> you know, I'm just you know, I'm letting you get on your soapbox and just, you know, you know, speak you're, you're the one you're the one that's in the situation. You know, I'll be dealing with it when summer comes. But uh You'll you'll know. You'll know. Yeah. And it's a it's a tough thing too. Uh another thing I don't care where you line up, leave your politics at the door. There's already enough politics well, going on. Yeah, and, and and that won't ever change though. That you know, it, no. colleges will always lean to the left, and it's it's it starts with the with the professors. They they push that stuff. Yeah, I I can't tell you how many times I've had to bite my tongue, um, because of just blatant disrespect for an an opposing opinion, um. And it's kind of, it's sad that I have to say that, you know, just because I think differently than you do about a certain topic or political conversation doesn't devalidate or unvalidate whatever the proper, you know, use of that word is. It doesn't, it doesn't diminish my value as a student or my, my thoughts doesn't diminish the value of my thoughts. Um, just because you don't agree with them. I don't agree with a lot of professors. I promise that. But I will never, ever, you know, try and belittle someone for what they think. I think that, I think that you know, if you're just sitting there, what, are you retarded? Like, that's not, that's not how you should go about things, especially in a, in a collegiate, um, you know, setting. I think you should ask questions. I think you should inquire, figure out why they feel this way or why they, they believe these certain things. The, 
I had one professor it was actually in my first experience, first year experience class. We're getting into politics. This book right here, The Other Westmore, it is about two kids, same name, just growing up on one side of town versus the other. One's in poverty, one is in not, one is not. They're both two young African-American kids. There was a lot of topics brought up that are hot button topics. And I know for a fact that I, I didn't agree with some of the things that were being said. But when I brought that up and I said, well, actually, if you look at, you know, this study by this person or, you know, this study by this group, you might see that in a different light. And I was wondering what, what draw what drew you to that conclusion? I was getting fucking bullshit left, right, and center. You, you, you're this, you're that. Are you kidding me? How, you're, you got horse blinders on, whatever. Like, no, not, not at all. Not at all. I'm asking a question because I am interested in this. I want to know why you think these things. Where is the proof in that? Where can we agree? You might be surprised at what we agree on, but because you jump to conclusions, you're just shutting yourself out of that conversation now. And that's not fair to either one of us. And, and I'm, I, I've only had this happen maybe twice ever. The professor stepped in because I was talking to this one individual during class. It was a group class discussion where we were just, it was just like a Socratic seminar, except the teacher was just kind of like at his desk listening, not really intervening, but listening. And, and I asked this individual, I said, why are you getting so mad when <laughs> you mad bro <laughs> i said i said why are you getting why are you getting mad why are you yelling what like i haven't said anything slanderous anything insulting i haven't insulted your intelligence i just simply asked why you know where did you get this from what makes you think that this is the correct answer i'm interested in these things because i want to talk about them I don't want to sit here and be like, you're wrong, you're stupid idiot. Like, that doesn't get anything done. How are we going to progress if we can't even talk on a basic level? You know, I would, I would love to have anybody on this podcast. You could be the moderator, whatever, you know, uh, a double, double debate. I, I don't fucking know. Um, but I would love to have people on this podcast, I know you feel the same way, who disagree with us on every front. And let's just talk about it because you might be surprised at what your preconceptions might think or what you might think given your preconceptions about us. And the teacher stepped in and he said, you know, so-and-so you need to calm down <laughs> because I have listened to this and the whole class has listened to this. And you are the only one here that is yelling, getting insulting, and this, getting that, whatever else, you need to cool it. He's asking you a legitimate question, and it's not meant to be insulting or, you know, trying to, to, to uh, what is it? It's, it's not like a gotcha question, you know? It's, a, it's just a legitimate open question for you to answer however you feel. And you can't even do that. So, and then he said, and I thought this was really powerful. Um, he said, this is what is happening right now in, in, in Washington. People are just bickering. Nobody wants to hear anybody. 
And it doesn't matter what side you're on, it matters what you're trying to get accomplished. Because everybody here wants the same goals, it's just about how to get to it. That's the issue. And now I was just sitting there, I was like, well, that's what I've been trying to say the whole time, but <laughs> that's it. I thought it was great that he was, that he actually said something like that. And that's only ever happened maybe one, two times. And it's sad that I, I have to say that. You have professors taking slight jabs at, I've never seen a presidency more disrespected in my entire life or in any, anything in history. Um, and it's, it's like, at the end of the day, when Barack Obama was president, love him or hate him, what did Republicans do? They didn't set up roadblocks. They didn't try and end his, end his career. None of the sort. They tried working with him. And um, even with that, there were plenty of issues that we can talk about in another podcast. But with this... You know, uh, the presidency has gotten a lot done for a lot of different people of all walks of life. And that is with all of these roadblocks. So imagine if everybody just put their differences aside and said, okay, let's, what, is, what is your goal? Okay, my goal is this. Okay, that is my goal as well. But how do, you, how do you think we can go about getting there? Oh, okay. That's where we disagree. Not necessarily here, but here. Not here, but here. And I think once we realize that, we'll progress a hell of a lot faster. We'll take big strides in the right direction. And I think it all starts with college as well. Because if you can't have these conversations in a college, in a classroom, where you're supposed to learn and listen about and learn and, and, and talk about and discuss different points of views, and new things, how are you able to do it out in Congress, on the Senate floor? How are you able to do that anywhere? These are questions that, unfortunately, have a pretty simple answer. It's just not a lot of people are zooming out. Everybody's zoomed in right now. Everybody's got to zoom out, look at the big picture. I'm sorry. I've just been fucking preaching this whole time. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine, dude. It's fine. Like I said, I'll let you get out of your soapbox. But um, yeah, it, I, it, the 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 one sided, um, you know, sort of viewpoint in college and also in the press, in mainstream media, social media, everywhere, um, definitely is a big problem because. Like, and, you know, and this is not just about college, too. It's, like, everywhere that, you know, is has is mainstream, and especially in those three things that I, I named because, you know, and, and they don't want to hear another, you know, topic. You see people in media talking and saying that this side is wrong and this side is, you know, they're, they're white supremacists or they're, they're, you know, you know, Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that, orange man bad that. Like, it, it's, you know, it's like, well, why don't you, like, see, this is the biggest thing. I think conservatives understand liberals, but liberals don't understand conservatives. And what I mean by that is that conservatives realize and know what liberals, like, believe in and what their values are you know, as, as like a wide generalization. 
liberals right. are not the same they don't they don't know what conservatives you know believe in and one i think that's just from only viewing one side and also from hearing that oh you know conservatives are racist they don't want anyone else in this country they want a white america yeah stereotypes and i think that is bred through the media social media pop culture college you know because most you know a lot of the time liberal like the majority of liberals are young people because that is like the lifestyle and you know progressivism and you know all this free shit. stuff yeah like free stuff things that appeal to younger people and um i think that's why it's so prevalent and the my people young people are the ones that like you know before they really know how the world works they're like yeah this sounds right it's like yeah no um <laughs> it, that's not and you know they're they're not they're too naive and they're too you know they're too young it's just they're too young they don't they haven't experienced anything so um but going back to the main point is that like with with college and all that st- all those things it's just like what that teacher said to you in the, in the, in the class that, you know, this is the stuff that is going on and has been going on for decades now, one side shutting out the other. And, you know, no one's talking to each other. No one's talking civilly. You know, I don't ever like, and this is not just because I'm a conservative and I am. And by the way, I am completely open about that. I am a conservative and I like what you said, we are, I am more than happy than have to have someone who is a liberal all through and through come on the show and debate us and to have a conversation about stuff. I am more I than happy. I wouldn't even say debate. I just want to talk. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I, the, the, the word debate has been so overused and, and misrepresented in the last two, three years because everybody who's live streaming debates right now, like, the majority of them not the good debaters but the people who want who are trying to be like fake debaters are just going after gotchas that's all they're setting up they're not trying to actually come to a conclusion or find common ground they are just setting up gotchas and that's not how that's not how you get you just if you want to embarrass someone you shouldn't be debating them you should like there are other ways to do that they're less mature and it's a reflection on yourself but if you actually want to get the, to the root of the problem have a conversation but continue sorry yeah no i agree i agree but i do think that um i do think though that people some people on the left are just so like like what you said that person was yelling at you and you weren't even saying anything like you know, from what you said, you weren't saying anything that was racist, sexist, all the ists, you know, <laughs> you weren't saying anything like that. That's not, and, that's not who I am. You know, that's yeah. not, I would never, I would never bring that into a conversation where I'm trying to find common ground. So, yeah. And, but sometimes there is no common ground, but you can find someone that maybe didn't speak in that class, you know, someone that didn't speak up in that, in that conversation that you guys had was too afraid to because you know maybe he wasn't as open to his politics as you know as me and you you know because maybe he is on our side but he's you know he's been said that oh this you know conservatives are bad you know all this stuff like that and you know but you and even not that even also 
you can have someone that doesn't know a lot about politics and is trying, maybe trying to, is interested in it and wants to hear other people's points of views because they're open-minded. That could be a chance where you, you're the one that's calm. And this is the, this is the guy or girl that's losing her shit over something that you, you just, like you said, you just asked the question, why do you think like this? Like in, in broader terms. Like, the, the reason the reason the yelling started was because I asked the question, how did you come to this conclusion? Yeah. yeah That's like, it. I said, yeah. how did you, how did, like, how did you come to this? Like, where, where are you getting this information that led you to this, to this, um, to this opinion? Yeah. That's all. I'm just, yeah. that's all I was asking. I was just yeah. asking, how did you formulate this? How did, how, how did you formulate this position on this certain topic? That's it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I think that just, you know, for people that are listening and, 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 uh, you know, like I said, might not be speaking out because they're open-minded. They just want to listen here and they're, they, they're maybe confused on what side to pick and maybe they're leaning one way, but they want to hear the other point. If they're looking at you and you're stating one point of view calmly with facts and you're not saying names and the other side's calling you like stupid you're an idiot you're a racist you're transphobic all this stuff like that and it's like well any smart minded you know person any person with logical sense would see that and be like why is this person yelling at him when he just asked a question why like why have you can't come to this complete conclusion he wants to know well, I'm not going to go to that side. I don't want to be a person that does that. And even if you don't agree with them, at least you're, you're not going to be like that. You're not going to be someone that shuts down conversation because you get triggered for some reason about hearing another point of view. You know, and I think that, you know, yes, talking out and, you know, coming to a conclusion is great, but I do think that are, there are some people on both sides, and this is not just from the left, but the majority of it is just from everything um and but in this situation like there are people that just don't aren't able to be reasoned with or be, have a conversation with so when i say that it's just i think that when a person like that you're talking to a person like that you're really talking to the other people in the room and you're just using yeah. like that person as a you know backboard where it's just going off and going to the other people you know? Yeah. I, I totally agree with that because you do have, you have your, your extreme, you know, left, you have your extreme left leaning people and then you have your extreme right leaning people. You know, you got your, your, as, as people say, the blue haired feminists, and then you have the God fear and Bible grabbers that you, you're going to have all of those people. You're going to have racism on both sides, believe it or not. You're going to have it on both sides. Um, you know, and there's always going to be people out there. There's always going to be racism out there. There's always going to be someone who is closed minded out there. You know, it, that's not something that you can just stop with a hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something that a lot of people forget. And it's sad that, that people think like now is the time. Now is the time we have to do things now. You know, and everybody gets up on their soapbox and wants to say their opinion and they think they're right and no one else is, is right. They are the only person that's right. Listen, I'm always open to change and nothing's saying either way, you know, 
who knows what I'll think 30, 40 years down the line. Some things might change. Some things might not. But I'm open to that possibility of whatever the fuck happens, happens. You know, there are a lot of things that, that I'm sure that I would, I would strongly disagree with when it comes to if I were to, you know, have a conversation with an extremely right-leaning, you know, conservative. I'm sure there are. Um, just the same as it would be if I was on the left and, and, and I was talking to someone who was very extreme on the left. You know, there's the loudest voices tend to always be the smallest minority in these situations. And that's the sad part. You know, you, when, when people think of, of a leftist, they don't think of, of uh, a clear thinking Democrat. They think of a blue-haired feminist or, you know, a, a beta boy, whatever else. And, and that's, that's sad. Just the same as they think, you know, uh, when they hear conservative, they think a redneck cousin fucker piece of shit, God-fearing Bible grabber. Again, we're all just going off of stereotypes. You know, those are the loudest voices because the reason they're loud is because a lot of people don't agree with them. So they're like, yo, look at this. Like, bro, look at this. Can you believe what, what this person just said? How fucking crazy is that? You know, and that could be on both sides. I've sent you countless things on the right that I'm like, dude, what the fuck is he talking about? Dude, what? What? Game, game marriage? What? Like, like you don't, you don't want two people just to be happy? Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like things like that. Like, and then you see on the left too. And of course you're going to see more of the left than you are of the right. But that's when getting into politics gets serious because then if you're really going to get into politics, if you want to have a, a career, which you shouldn't want a career in politics, you should just want to be involved in politics. Politics is not meant to be a career. You're not supposed to go in making $50,000 a year and come out a millionaire, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, I was just about to say. It's not how that works, Hillary Clinton. That's not how that works. And I'm sure there are countless people on the right. But the point being, politics is supposed to make change happen. It's not supposed to, it's not a get rich thing. It's not what you're supposed to do. Um, so when, when people get involved in these things and they can't, they can't be critical of their own points of views, I've watched countless videos of people breaking down a point of view that I've been pretty firm on, you know, on, on certain different topics and whatever else. And I'm like, well, you know, that is an interesting way of looking at it. But here's what, here's why I disagree with you. That sentence right there, here's why I disagree with you. That right there, it's, it's so life-changing. It, it can really be life-changing for someone. You know, when you, when you have someone telling you, oh, guns kill people. Okay. People kill people. Here's why I disagree with you. That right there is saying, okay, I disagree, but I am justifying my, justifying my opinion. And hopefully I'm going under the assumption that myself, I would trust myself enough to back this up with some sort of reputable statistic or fact. I'm not just going to go off of feelings. You know, um, it's just a, you see that a lot in college too. It's a lot of feelings. 
I can't tell you how many times I've sat in a classroom and the teachers are like, I'm taking a, a world at war class. It's, it spans from the end of World War One to the end of World War Two and everything in between. And, you know, we're talking about Mussolini. We're talking about Hitler. We're talking about everybody. And it's like, it, you know, you deal with fasc legitimate fascism. You, you deal with legitimate socialism, legitimate Nazism. The Socialist Party of Germany. That's what it is. You didn't know. And you'll sit there, you'll you'll be sitting there in class and the teacher will be like, oh well, you know, you know, well, um, you got, you know, you, this is fascism, da, 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 and much like it is today. When it's not and then they, they go off on a tangent. It's like, are you kidding me? You're sitting there, you're like, how on earth did you pull that to this? Yeah, how it's like, did you do that? It doesn't yeah, have any yeah. correlate. Mussolini does not have any core, and, and what he does has no correlation with what Trump did with this or that or whatever. It doesn't. You're just causing more hysteria at that point. And then you get all the, the teachers' pets and the and the chirping birds, you know, beeping in saying, Oh yeah, oh totally, yeah. Fascism is terrible. Uh, you know, and it's like, dude, what? Are you like what? Are you kidding me? And I saw something crazy today. Um, they said uh, a reporter went to uh, one of Trump's press conferences and said, uh, "In six weeks, how are you able to, you know, deal with the fact that you've let more Americans die um, in six weeks than you than?" were killed in Vietnam. Those are not even close to being comparable. Yeah, those aren't even those aren't even real questions. Like that's not even a question that a reporter should ask. Like it's way different situations. It it's just so it, it's just a reflection of how disgusting that reporter and who they work for is. Because you can the Vietnam War and our and the U.S. involvement in that has no correlation to the COVID nineteen. Yeah, and and you you when you ask a question like that, it puts it puts the president, whoever it is, you know, if if a, if if Obama if this was happening when Obama was president and a and a right leaning if Fox said something like that, I'd be like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you kidding me? Like I would have the same opinion on it, and I I stand by that because it is a it is so stupid, and it's just fear mongering. That's all it is. Because now you're taking something that happened a long time ago, with nothing in common, to the situation we have now, and trying to compare the two death rates, one of which is solid, not changing. One of which will always fluctuate until this thing is done. And for someone to sit there and say and and even attempt to to try and allude to the fact that that trump has something to do with all of these deaths it's insulting to people who have lost family members and friends to this disease and it's insulting to people who have family members and friends going through this because now you're saying trump has the you know trump had something to do with this when trump has nothing to do with a virus doing what a virus does yeah it's sad 
it's vicious and it's an ugly scenario. But to say that, that to, to allude to the fact that it is President Trump's fault, completely fucking asinine. Yeah. And I was so disgusted when I saw that. Because for those of you who don't know, I did lose a family member to COVID. And it's been tough. It's been really tough. But for a reporter on any side of, of any publication to say something like that, how dare you? How dare you say something like that? How, how were you raised to think like that? To think that you can just throw something that slanderous at someone just because you don't agree with them. You, you don't take into account the people on ground zero who have been affected by this, who are out there every day, our, our healthcare workers, our essential workers out there working every day, dealing with this, running the risk of bringing it home to family, friends, kids, wives, husbands, parents, grandparents. You have no idea. And for you to sit there on your pedestal and say something like that, it's insulting and it's disgraceful. I'm not gonna sit here and fucking take something like that. I saw that today and I was disgusted. I knew I had to say something about it. And I apologize for getting a bit heated, but it's personal and I don't take that very kindly, so. Yeah, no, it, 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 it just, it shows like a lack of actual true journalism and there is no such thing as journalism now. It's all just bipartisan bullshit and there's no real journalists out there. And it's just, you know, it, 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 like just to ask, just to say that question to him. And it's like, you know, the, the people that think that Trump, like, you know, he caused all this, like, first off, where did it start from? It didn't start here. And he was one of the first people that locked down, or not locked down the country, but banned travel from China in February, early February, before, like a month before the lockdown actually took place. And everyone called him a racist as usual and all this shit like that. But it saved million, like, like a ton of lives. There'd be a lot more deaths and a lot more cases if he didn't do that. And no other president, like I, I don't think, even Republican would have done that. Because, because they'd be too scared. A lot of them are too scared of the media. Mitt Romney. You know, they're, they're scared of the media. So, for, and then getting back to that, like, the, with, the, with, the, with that stupid question, it's like, like what you said, it's two different situations. And, you know, you can say everything you want about the Vietnam War and all this stuff like that. You know what? But the government was lying to us and the media was lying to us. There was two different narratives being told and it was completely... You know, it, it was completely, you know, no one knew what was going on. So you were either listening to the government who was lying or the media that was lying about what happened. So regardless of their feelings of that, of the war, you know, even if you're pro the war or anti, you know, the Vietnam War, to say that, like, like it's like some sort of circumstance that, like, we chose for COVID to come here or we chose, you know, the, you know to have people, you know, die. Like, no, a virus doesn't, attack a certain group of people or something like that it goes everywhere and it spreads that is way different than like a declaring war on someone for a reason or anything like that it's just, you can't compare any war or any conflict to something of a to a virus you know it just it's it's like you said it's insulting and it's a stupid ass question you know it's like 
it's like I, I don't I don't understand that the stupidity of someone like how how low of an IQ do you have to have to ask a question like that? It just it blows my mind, dude. I was like I was like how like God, yeah. It it disgusted me too. Like what you said, it's it's pathetic, and it's not real journalism. And real journalism is dead in in my eyes. There's no such thing as that. It's just not everybody in Vietnam chose to go there. There were people yeah. who were drafted. Okay, I understand that, and that's going to be the big argument with this. Um, you know, well, not everybody chose to go there. Okay. Nobody chose to get the virus. Yeah, it's the same thing. Nobody. So like and 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 like you said, this is great. It 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 doesn't just go after a certain minority or it doesn't just go after people with brown hair. It doesn't yeah. just go after blondes. It like they it goes after the weakest and the most susceptible. Yeah. And it's I'm sorry. We got to move on. Um, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's crazy, but uh, yeah. So is there anything else you want to talk about? Like what, what else do you, you got in mind? Um, what the hell? And yeah. BA could play at Disney world. <laughs> Lee yes. considering Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando as possible location for games if playing becomes safe, and that's according to Shams. Ha! Okay. Well, I mean, they got ESPN <laughs> right there, you know? Yeah, I know, exactly. But uh, that's funny. Ha! Yeah, I, um, I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping right now that, uh, that our that the football season is not going to be affected by that. And yeah. I know we've talked a lot about football lately on the podcast, so I won't get into it too much. But I just hope that we'll still be able to watch come fall. Um, I think if, if there's, do you have anything else to say on the college thing? You know, because I all I'd I have to say is, uh, yeah, just keep pushing. You're you're gonna have. Some days are going to be easier than others. Some days are going to be harder than others. That's just how life is. And if you keep pushing, keep finding what motivates you, you'll get through it, no problem. And always try and put your best foot forward when it comes to college. There are going to be shitty professors. There are going to be, but as long as you keep pushing and keep your head up and know that you have a goal for yourself, you'll be just fine. And I think that's it. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, you know, just keep your mind right and don't be afraid to not know what you want to do. Like, don't take that as a sign of uh, like, oh, I'm not going to be anything or something like that. Like that. No, everyone, no one really knows what they want to do until they're ready. Like, there's no certain age you got to know. You know, you know, it, it's just you know, take your time. Like I said, go to if you're just getting out of high school or you're you haven't gone to college yet, go to college, go to a junior college, get your general studies done, get your associates at least, because at least you have that, and then figure out what you want to do along the way. It's there's no rush, especially now. If you're if you're our age, 18, 19, 20, you, you got a ton of time. You're still you you're barely out of high school, really. 
and you've, you've got time. All right. So that's all, that's really what I have to say. That's what I really want to, you know, just take your time and make sure you figure out what you want to do, like what you, you know, so that that's, that's pretty much all I got to say. Yeah. Very, very well said. And apparently Kim Jong-un was spotted in his compound. <laughs> He's still breathing. He's still kicking. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Korea with no Kim? I know. Yankee with no brim? That's crazy. Uh, I was listening to someone that said, like, Kim Jong-un's sister would have gotten uh, the dictator role and then they would have killed her. <laughs> Probably. I heard she's more psycho than he is, which is scary. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, some a reporter asked uh, Trump if he uh, if he knew anything about the Kim Jong Un situation, and he said, uh, and he was like, "I'm not gonna talk about right that that about that right now." But, uh, you know, I got to tell you that, uh, you know, if any other president was in office, you'd be at war with North Korea, made them have a great relationship. I was like, I started laughing. Yeah, it's, um, I think we're asking the wrong people. You need to ask Dennis Rodman. I think you'll get some good answers out of him. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but real quickly about the yeah. Bulls documentary, like that, that shit is fucking good. That shit is good. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. I'm going to, but yeah, you you got it. I mean, it's fucking good. I'm waiting for the Eric Bledsoe one to come out. Yeah, well, you'll be waiting forever. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> disrespect to the goat. That's all I gotta say. Oh, disrespect to the goat. Uh, and another thing Imagine I saw. The oh, three. Yeah. The three pedigrees of, of sports entertainment, Taysom Hill, Eric Bledsoe, and Tommy Morrison, <laughs> all together into one documentary. I would watch it a million times. Oh, God. You're and talking I'm, about the best of the best, man. I don't know what to tell you. But um, I also saw that Devin Booker was spotted with Kendall Jenner. And she seems just to hop to every NBA player possible. She's for the streets. Yeah. She seems I to love for the courts. Yeah, I know, right? She she really is like, you know, all of them are into black guys, but she's into like the light skinned black guys. Hey, good for her. Hey. Good for her. We don't stand my problem. A, we don't stand a chance. <laughs> If I keep up with the shake weight, I might. I don't know. I don't know. I think you're a little too, a little too light for it. <laughs> let me, let me get a good summer in, and then I'll hit her up at the end of August. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm only available for like two months. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when I was working outside, I had that well into, um, well into like October, so. There's a chance. There's a yeah, chance. So, yeah, like I said, she's got like two months, and then she'll be like, what the hell are you? I thought you were black. <laughs> I'm going to hit her with that Michael Jackson, you feel me? Yeah. Be like, hey, I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sakuma, pee Yeah. Courtney's the only one that's in the white guys. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Hey, we're just we're we're just we're trying to lay out our chances here. I mean, of getting into the Kardashian family, I'm good. Well, I don't want to call my. What do I call my father, mother-in-law thing? Thing. Um. Uh. Hello. It in law. I don't know. Gender fluid. They in law? How about that? They in law? Uh, yeah. hmm. Them in law? Them? Uh, we? <laughs> we in law? Okay. Um, Apache helicopter in law. How about that? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, I, uh, <laughs> I, do you want me to call you Caitlin? I mean, <laughs> Android in law? do this it does a little dance I mean, it doesn't hoist up a flag and and compete in triathlons but watch oh, this whoa whoa ready ready <laughs> when she said when <laughs> when she sends you that text <laughs> yeah exactly god Oh, right. Yeah, I think well, I, I think we've had yeah. more than enough fun. <laughs> yeah, that was about to say, but um, thank you guys for watching. Uh, please subscribe to the new YouTube channel, and you can find this podcast wherever you get your podcast as well. Um, with YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Like I said, hit the notification bell, comment, like. Uh, you know, I got some positive feedback on our last couple of videos, some comments. I really like that. I will be sure to uh, give you guys a heart for your comments. So uh, you know, if that makes you feel good comment um but uh anyways we'll do a, we'll do a comment reaction too and yeah at some point once we get a good amount we'll like be be as funny harsh nice cruel whatever as you want and we'll just do a little reaction to it yeah and exactly you can use whatever words you want i don't care so yeah yeah and uh like i said follow us on uh social media or uh socials that are in the description um so yeah uh make sure you go follow us there for all the news and stuff like that and uh all the things that we post on uh, social media so yeah uh and there you'll get notified on new videos coming out and stuff like that so anyway uh for nick brandon sign us off good morning good afternoon good evening and good night ladies and gentlemen we'll see you on the next one take it easy